You're listening to a podcast by the Center for Action and Contemplation. To learn more, visit cac.org. Our desire is to honor and share the best parts of the Christian contemplative traditions so that this collective wisdom might serve the flourishing of humanity, all beings, and all of creation. My name is Ben Kesey, and I lead the development team at the Center for Action and Contemplation. I want to thank all of you who are generous donors, giving freely and cheerfully to make this work possible. If you've been impacted by these podcast conversations and are inspired to invest in the future of CAC's mission and work, twice per year, we invite your financial support. To contribute, go to cac.org donate to make a gift. Thank you so much. Greetings, uh, I'm Jim Finley. And I'm Kirsten Oates. Welcome to Turning to the Mystics. Welcome to this very brief episode of Turning to the Mystics with James Finley. We've come to the end of our first season where we've been turning to the mystic Thomas Merton. We're so grateful for the positive feedback. And in this episode, Jim is going to be answering questions that came through from many of you around additional resources and ways to continue studying with Thomas Merton. So, Jim, over to you. You know, I, I mean, first of all, all this, like we're right at the edge of spiritual direction, all this is so personal. And you might not be drawn to pursue Merton specifically further at this point. As you listen to these different mystics, you'll know the one that like most addresses you start. But I think Merton is a good person to start with because he's contemporary. And there's a lot of sources available. And since he speaks the language of all the mystics, it's a good way to get into what all the mystics are saying. So to, in order to pursue it, I have some, some thoughts. First of all, in terms of accessibility, I think a good place to start with is um, his, uh, his little book, Thoughts in Solitude. Very short chapters. Another good way to get into Merton is by reading his journal entries. There's several collections of these. And if you go also on the, on the website of the International Thomas Merton Society, you'll find all these books and resources and studies and uh, different things there. But the, um, um, the, the uh, collection of his journal entries, some of his most insightful things are journal entries. So one collection is the Intimate Merton is one, there's several others. Also, they have his collected letters. And the volume, The Hidden Ground of Love, is uh, letters all in the area of spirituality and prayer. So in his letters and in his journal entries and, and, um, and Thoughts in Solitude, you'd find a real good beginning to read it as Lexio Divina, just to read it. Another source in this autobiographical sense of Merton is to read The Seven-Story Mountain, which is the autobiography that he wrote, one on the New York Times bestsellers list, and really it's how he became known all over the world, really, as a spiritual teacher. And um, towards his life, there are things in him that changed. There's a kind of Catholic triumphalism in that early writings. So you'll find that later on. But you get a good sense of his own conversion, of the things that happened to him. It, it was a book that just moved a lot of people and um, toward the contemplative life and entering monasteries, touched a lot of people, touched me. So there's that. Another thing, uh, in terms of journal entries, in terms of social justice, oh, no, let me say, I want to say spirituality first specifically. There also is two books. One is uh, No Man is an Island, 
and Disputed Questions is another one. And they're collected essays. And there's some very fine essays there on solitude, on the contemplative life, on prayer, and so on. Those two other, those are two nice sources for spiritual reading. Um, also helpful, as I, I did an audio set with Sounds True, Merton's Path to the Palace of Nowhere. And it's kind of like walking through what I can, what I found to be some seminal texts in Merton. So I read the text and comment on the text, and you might find that helpful. And my book, Merton's Palace of Nowhere, which is Ultimate Identity, Merton texts on identity beyond the ego. There's also Merton's works on social justice that he wrote during the Vietnam War. And there's, um, uh, so there's uh, uh, Seeds of Destruction and Conjectures of a Guilty Bystander that he wrote. And um, uh, also in his writings on uh, dialogue with uh, non-Christian mystical traditions is his book Zen and, Zen and the Birds of Appetite and Mystics and Zen Masters. Uh, also, the Asian Journal, which is the book he wrote in Asia when he, when he died, he wrote, he wrote writing that journal, was transmitting the Dalai Lama and so on. And um, uh, also, the, the collected book, there's a, I think it's Fons Vitae Press, they went on Thomas Merton and Taoism, the Tao Te Ching, and also Thomas Merton, Thomas Merton and Sufis in the Untold Story on Mystical Islam. He was very deeply involved with Islam, mystical dimensions of Islam. And um, so I would, I would say, and this classic work, probably the one that'll be like a perennial classic in the Christian tradition, is New Seeds of Contemplation. And um, it, 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 to walk through that in a very slow, prayerful way, there's a lot of depth and beauty to that, but it's not the easiest one to start with. But um, there's that. So this would be some that I'm thinking of right now. And uh, my thought would be then, and I, we might have touched on this in the Merton talks, in terms of how to proceed with this, like how to read a mystic, is that you would take that. Let's say you're going to start with thoughts in solitude. So you would read the first paragraph of the first chapter, the short chapters, and then you'd un you'd you'd outline the first paragraph by hand. So Roman numeral one would be the topic sentence of the paragraph, indent capital letter A, capital B, like that you'd outline it. In order to outline it, you have to read it. And uh, so it requires the careful reading to see the infrastructure, of, because it's very carefully crafted. You know, there's an inner order to it. So you slow down enough to see the order. Then on the page, put a box and write, how have I or how am I experiencing what this is about? The next box, if I were to say it, how would I say it? The next box is what's it asking out of me? And how's that going for me? And next box would be what questions does this leave in my mind? Then you'd read the next paragraph. And then you would sit, you would do a sitting. So you would sit, you would do a quiet sitting. And you would have that kind of a, and, and you'd read scripture in the same way, like Bible study, and you'd read the gospels in the same way, scripture in the same way. So by quietly going through the thoughts in solitude, it's a little book. It might take you six months to go through it, maybe a year like that. But it would be six months well spent, you know. And you'd kind of be, you'd be touching the depth and the beauty of single sentences and words and insights. And little by little, in the Buddha's called transmission of mind. You start picking up the cadences of his words and of his insight, start internalizing them. And I think that's how these mystic teachers become our teacher. You know, we, we absorb them 
we take them to heart. And um, so anyway, those, those would be my thoughts for those, the listeners who may care to pursue Merton further on their own. Those would be ways to go about doing that. I would add one more thing. Also, in the International Thomas Merton Society and other sources, when Merton spoke to the novices, they recorded his talks. They're all recorded. And they published those talks. And so you get to hear what he sounded like when he talked. Uh, we get to hear him live talking to the novices. It's something that's very interesting to hear. You know, you, hear some, you read somebody who teaches you through their writing, then you hear their voice, and you get to hear what they sound like. And sometimes that can be helpful, too, in getting a sense of Merton. Thank you, Jim, for sharing those resources with us. And thank you again for the wonderful podcast, Turning to the Mystics, where we've been able to turn to Thomas Merton under your guidance. I know I'm really looking forward to season two, where we'll be turning to the mystic Teresa of Avila. And we've heard from so many people how grateful they are for this podcast and for all you're doing. Thank you, Jim. We love you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Turning to the Mystics, a podcast created by the Centre for Action and Contemplation. Please consider rating it, writing a review, or sharing it with a friend who might be interested in learning and practising with this online community. To learn more about the work of James Finley, please visit jamesfinley.org. We'll see you again soon. Do you feel called to walk a more contemplative path? The Center for Action and Contemplation is an educational nonprofit supporting the journey of inner transformation. Our programs and resources will help grow your consciousness, deepen your prayer practice, and strengthen your compassionate engagement with the world. Learn more about our resources, such as publications, podcasts, email series, and events at www.cac.org.